This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Coming up on 5-Minute News... Enrique Tarrio gets 22 years in prison for seditious conspiracy. Trump risks tainting jury in election subversion case. And North Korea will pay a price for weapons supplies to Russia. It's Wednesday, September 6. I'm Anthony Davis. Former Proud Boys leader Enrique Tarrio was sentenced on Tuesday to 22 years in prison for orchestrating a failed plot to keep Donald Trump in power after the Republicans lost the 2020 election, capping the case with the stiffest punishment that has been handed down yet for the US Capitol attack. 39-year-old Tarrio pleaded for leniency before the judge imposed the prison term, topping the 18-year sentences given to the Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes and one-time Proud Boys leader Ethan Nordine, after juries convicted them of seditious conspiracy and other charges. Tarrio, who led the neo-fascist group as it became a force in mainstream Republican circles, lowered his head after the sentence was imposed, then squared his shoulders. He raised his hand and made a V gesture with his fingers as he was led out of the courtroom in orange jail garb. His sentencing comes as the Justice Department prepares to put Donald Trump on trial at the same courthouse in Washington on charges that the then-president illegally schemed to cling to power that he knew had been stripped away by voters. Tario and three lieutenants were convicted in May of seditious conspiracy and other charges after a months-long trial that served as a vivid reminder of the violent chaos fueled by Trump's lies around the election and the extent to which his false claims helped inspire right-wing extremists who ultimately stormed the Capitol. The backbone of the government's case was hundreds of messages exchanged by Proud Boys in the days leading up to January 6 that prosecutors say showed how the extremists saw themselves as revolutionaries and celebrated the capital attack, which sent lawmakers running into hiding. The judge pointed to Tarrio's messages cheering on the capital attack and the Proud Boys' role in it. Justice Department Special Counsel Jack Smith warned yesterday that the disgraced former president's daily statements risk tainting a jury pool in Washington in the criminal case charging him with scheming to overturn the results of the election. Trump's provocative comments about both Smith's team and U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin, who is presiding over the case, have been a central issue since the indictment was filed last month. Prosecutors have repeatedly signaled their concerns about the impact of Trump's social media posts, and Chutkin explicitly warned Trump against inflammatory remarks that could intimidate witnesses or contaminate potential jurors. 
The posts continued on Tuesday, both before and after the latest concern flared, with Trump earlier in the day circulating a New York Post story about Chutkin on his Truth Social platform and openly mocking the idea that she could be fair in his case. Later in the evening, he issued another post in which he attacked Smith as a deranged prosecutor with unchecked and insane aggression. The latest complaint from the Justice Department underscores the extent to which Trump's social media attacks are testing the patience of prosecutors and also risk exposing him to sanctions from the judge, who last week set a trial date of March 4th next year in an effort to keep the case moving. Trump has faced warnings in other cases too, with a condition of his release in a separate prosecution in Atlanta being that he refrain from intimidating co-defendants, witnesses, or victims in the case. Arms negotiations between Russia and North Korea are actively advancing, a US official said on Tuesday, and warned leader Kim Jong-un that his country would pay a price for supplying Russia with weapons to use in Ukraine. Providing weapons to Russia is not going to reflect well on North Korea, and they will pay a price for this in the international community, US National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan told reporters at the White House. The Kremlin said earlier yesterday it had nothing to say about statements by US officials that Kim planned to travel to Russia this month to meet Vladimir Putin and discuss weapons supplies to Moscow. Kim expects discussions about weapons to continue, Sullivan said, including at leader level and perhaps even in person. We have continued to squeeze Russia's defense industrial base, Sullivan said, and Moscow is now looking to whatever source they can find for goods like ammunition. We will continue to call on North Korea to abide by its public commitments not to supply weapons to Russia that will end up killing Ukrainians, Sullivan said. As Russia's isolation over its war in Ukraine has grown, it has seen increasing value in North Korea. For North Korea's part, relations with Russia have not always been as warm as they were at the height of the Soviet Union, but now the country is reaping clear benefits from Moscow's need for friends. Moscow and Pyongyang have promised to boost defense cooperation. Russia's defense minister, Sergei Shoigu, who visited Pyongyang in July to attend weapons displays that included North Korea's banned ballistic missiles, said on Monday the two countries are discussing the possibility of joint military exercises. The United States in August imposed sanctions on three entities it accused of being tied to arms deals between North Korea and Russia. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Hello, this is Gary Chahot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present if you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.